0: And I'll be in your ears every week, dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Yo, it's Johnny King. I want to tell you a little backstory that'll fit into the topic of this podcast episode. You know, my my parents, uh, you know, (laughs) they had a lot going on when I was younger. Um, my father, who a couple years after my mom passed away, came out of the closet uh, informing all of us, five children of his, that he was gay um, and has been since, you know, before you can remember. Um, He also told us that my mom knew about it while they were married. And so many of those things came together for me in, in making so much more sense about what I experienced and saw with their relationship while i was growing up and uh one of those things that i that i at least the story that i've made up about you know their experience in their marriage and their relationship was that for the love that they didn't necessarily uh let's say prioritize in giving to each other or maybe couldn't even give just because my dad um as much as he loved my mom you know he he was also kind of working through his own challenges as my mom was and so one of the things that they bonded over, not only in having kids, was food, food and travel. And so the one of the big things I really took away from my childhood was the importance of physical health. Um, because, man, I think by the time my mom passed away, she probably was 60, 70, 80 pounds overweight. My dad, at the same time, was 120 pounds. He was over 300 pounds, and he's six feet tall uh, as I am. And so I think my mom's passing was a wake up call to him. And so he ultimately lost over a hundred pounds. He's kept it off for the past, geez, uh, over 10 years, right? So he's reprioritized his health. And yet, I mean, this is so cliche, but we see so many people kind of surrender their health in order to achieve financial success, or something of of that matter, only to, in later years, trade back money, f- you know, attempting to reacquire their health. So, and I say all this because this past week, it became so apparent. <laughs> this past week, I was um, riding with uh, 10 other buddies of mine, and one of my really good buddies from college, he set up this this ride they're they're all into road cycling and gravel cycling literally just on you know a pedal bike right that's not my thing i do a little bit of downhill mountain biking i've been spending a lot more time uh this past year actually building muscle and hitting the gym really hard so (laughs) i am probably in the worst shape in terms of like long distance you know aerobic cardio type exercise than I've been in a long time and yet at the same time you could also say that I'm in greater shape than I've been in a long time because I'm stronger than I've been in, in over 10 years right so given that I say all that just because I was like I'm in no place to attempt to ride uh and and cycle 50 to 60 miles a day because they were riding from Estes Park if you've never been to Colorado that's kind of north. West of Boulder, Colorado, beautiful kind of in the Rocky Mountain National Forest, uh, all the way down to Salida, which was, I don't know, maybe 200, 250 miles, give or take away. So over a course of four days, I think they rode 220 miles, something like that. And that's, that's tough if you even live at altitude, right? But some of the guys came in and they were coming in from sea level. Now if you've done any hiking or any type of uh experience like even coming to Denver you'll notice it if you if you live at sea level, just going up the stairs you find yourself out of breath, right? But here they are, they're cycling at uh 10,000, sometimes upwards towards like twelve thousand feet. Uh, above sea level. And so one of my buddies, uh, he decided to, he actually has family in Fort Collins. And so he decided he was going to meet us in Estes Park. And so he was going to ride the 40 miles, like he was going to cycle his bike 40 miles from Fort Collins to Estes Park to meet up with us. And then he was going to ride the rest of the 50 plus 55 miles later on that day. And he felt like he could do that because just like a week and a half ago, he did a century and a half ride. Now, granted that was at sea level, but he did 150 miles, which is crazy. The dude is in shape, right? I played soccer with him and he's always been a beast and he's a beast on the bike. Now I'm, I'm facilitating the sag wagon, (laughs) not, not uh, sad but SAG, S-A-G. So I'm following, following all the guys with, you know, bike components and our bags and coolers and drinks and food. So I was just more than happy to go along for the ride, for the adventure and to see, you know, the backcountry of Colorado and go off the beaten path and just have guy time. And so gratefully I was there. My my buddy, you know, he does the 40, 40 miles to Estes. And in retrospect, he he told me he was already starting to feel a little weird at that point. And so long long story long, long story short, he ultimately, he got to the top. He almost got to the top of this, this mountain pass that they were on where they climbed maybe 3,000 vertical feet over 11 miles, and he was toast. And so he ultimately had to hitch a ride to the top where I met him, uh, because a lot of these areas, we don't have cell service, so they couldn't communicate with me. Um, but he, he ultimately jumped in the truck with me after throwing up because he started getting altitude sickness. And his body was just straight up shutting down, right? Um, he threw up a few more times, couldn't keep down any water. He was dizzy. He was, you know, seeing stars, all, all the above, right? And I've been with other people who have come from uh, sea level and they go to high altitude too quickly and they ultimately get, yeah, altitude sickness. And so it makes me think of of this experiences I had with my family members growing up with my parents, uh, which lent me, of course, into starting multiple gyms back in 2010, early, early 2010, 11, 2012, um, working with people with their health for the last decade plus, my, uh, my desire to have a high you know, level, high standard for my own personal health. Because I saw it when I was younger. I saw it again this past week where you could actually be in, you could actually have great mental fitness, which is I often talk about, kind of the mental game of, you know, <laughs> having your inner kingdom dialed in right? Being emotionally fit. And yet, still, if you don't have your physical fitness, right, you're not going to be able to, to, to participate in life to the capacity that you want to. <clears throat> so here's my buddy, who is actually in phenomenal shape. And he ended up bouncing back and really having a, I mean, he's one of the strongest writers of the entire group for the next four days. But gosh, that very first day, he learned a very valuable lesson that even though he had a great amount of mental strength, he had a great amount of physical strength, him not necessarily fully uh, appreciating or, t- or considering how much an impact altitude has on your body, it completely sapped him off his energy that day. And had we not been able to, to get down the hill very quickly as we did, uh, go down, going down three, four or 5,000 feet, um, then he wouldn't have been able to recover because altitude sickness, if you stay at altitude can be really, really bad. It could be life-threatening, right? Your body just straight up shuts down. So I, I say all that as kind of a metaphor for how important, uh, kind of the symbiotic relationship there is between your mental fitness, your physical fitness, it's your inner kingdom, as I, as I talk about it in my upcoming book Becoming Kings, it's all about your inner kingdom because if you do not have that all figured out, if you have part one area or maybe maybe you're extremely physically fit but then your mental fitness isn't strong right and uh, you've got the sickness, whatever that might be, maybe you just have the the mental health sickness and and you just keep going into breakdown then you're never gonna be able to tap into the fullness of life. And so that's why I highly, highly, highly recommend that in some sort of your like daily routine, your morning routine, your daily routine, like literally in my, in my bedroom on my whiteboard, I've been writing down daily practices, just so I can see it, you know? And it's things like nutrition tracking, uh, three, three days a week of lifting, three days a week of cardio, right? I want to go to church once a week at least, right? I want to do meditation at least five days a week, okay? So there's little things that I, I just need to keep reminding myself even though I'm in this work and I've got apps and I've got reminders, but to actually have it fi- to physically see what I need to do every single day to keep myself both mentally and physically strong is so important. That's why I do the, the meditation. That's why I do the the workout. Not only the lifting, but also now I want, especially after this past week, realizing I need to 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 be able to start incorporating even more cardio so that I can climb mountains and not be completely gassed. So that's the importance of the inner kingdom. That's the importance of dialing things in so that you can really truly then get into your work. You can truly show up for your loved ones, for your kids, for just just to be able to say yes to life, that's the point of becoming kings is that you experience abundance on all levels of life, okay, but you cannot get to those higher you know peaks, if you will, metaphorically speaking of abundance in life if you're not first taking care of your inner kingdom, okay so take it from me it's uh and take it from my buddies. Uh, and, and my mom, like I often say, we're either living a life that is a warning to others of what not to do, or we can live our lives as an example. I highly suggest the latter. Thank you for joining me. As always, have an amazing day, becoming, becoming kings, and we'll catch up with you soon. Take care. that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on Instagram at johnnyking and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.